This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. The battle for the southern Ukrainian port town of Mariupol may be coming to its final stages. The last defenders holding off the Russian forces for now. At the same time, heavy fighting reported all along the eastern front. There are reports even that the Ukrainian military is on the counterattack, pushing back Russian forces in several areas in the Donbass region. One of the biggest bombshells to drop involving this war didn't actually land in Ukraine. It landed on the pages of the New York Times where several of their sources within the U.S. Defense Department confirmed that they've been providing the Ukrainian military with locations and intel on the positions of Russian generals on the battlefield, and that the Ukrainians have been using the intelligence to pinpoint and kill several of those generals. Joining us now is Russia expert Andrew Jenks, a professor at Cal State Long Beach. Thanks for being with us. So it seems like just about every week we're told that we're entering a, a new phase of this uh, war in Ukraine. So I guess my question to you now is, are we entering a new phase in the war in Ukraine? Well, that's a, you know, it's a, it's always a risky business to try to predict the future. But I think one thing is certain, and that is that uh, the positions are hardening on all sides. Uh, the lethal um, firepower that uh, NATO and the United States are projecting into Ukraine uh, is ever increasing, uh, and the determination to not compromise on all sides is also increasing. And all that, for me, that that spells out a new phase of continued warfare and increasing um, loss of innocent life. What do you make of us being a few days away from this date that everybody said Vladimir Putin was going to try to mark by declaring either some type of victory or then that kind of transformed into maybe he'll actually declare full war on Ukraine instead of this special military operation uh, so he can have a draft and all, all those things that come along with that. So are either of those two likely or likelier than the other one? Well, that is possible, I think. I mean, it's hard to say without having inside intelligence or information. But one thing is for sure, and that is that uh, May 9th uh, is a sacred holiday. And it is a holiday in which national security and the military is um, celebrated. So it makes perfect sense that uh, May 9th would be an occasion for trying to whip up patriotic sentiment and perhaps deepening the war even more than it already is. Although at this point, Russia is all in, as is Putin. Well, we're pretty much, except for boots in the ground, if we're not all in, we're certainly more in than we were last week. Yes. Now, this reminds me so much of the situation in Afghanistan. The Soviet Union, of course, invaded Afghanistan in, uh, uh, in 1979. And when it did so, the United States uh, began to funnel aid to the Mujahideen, uh, in order to resist the Soviets. The first goal uh, was really to cause the Soviets pain. But as the Mujahideen succeeded more, the goal shifted to victory. And I think there's an increasing sense in the United States that, um, that perhaps it's possible that there could be victory in this situation. And for me, that's kind of ominous because um, it means that uh, we will be increasing uh, the amount of aid we provide uh, with the goal of having victory. And Putin himself is all in, and he will accept nothing but victory. Uh, that kind of dynamic um, uh, 
does not bode well for a quick end to this war. Well, how does victory come to him? And again, you know, no one can get inside of his head, but is it, you know, he gets even more into chemical weapons, biological, he, he full front, or is it victory in the sense that, you know what, he holds these um, sham referendums in the territories he's got control of and says, well, this is now Russia, so look at my victory. I've carved out the pieces I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the optimal scenario in some cases, and isn't that sad that uh, that uh, the best thing we can hope for is that Putin is satisfied with carving off, slicing off the eastern provinces of uh, of Ukraine, combining that with um, with Crimea uh, and with Odessa and Mariupol and these other areas, uh, and then you know leaving and declaring victory uh, while installing puppet um, governors. Uh, but I'm not sure that that's possible, and it's not possible because I don't think that um, that Ukrainians and Zelensky uh, would now be willing to accept that. I think at a certain point they were willing to accept some sort of compromise of territory, but they're not. So in some ways, this is not even in the hands of Putin anymore. Uh, it also depends on what the Ukrainians are willing to do. And what I see right now is that the Ukrainians are completely unwilling to make any compromise. They want victory. Russia expert Andrew Jenks, professor at Cal State Long Beach. Thanks. This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and on Stitcher.